Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. It is a gorgeous, stellar astrology week this week. Wherever you are in the world, it is a gorgeous, stellar astrology week. And in some parts of the world, you're actually going to witness the eclipse, which is happening tomorrow. This is ridiculous. What is? It's No, I'm just saying in general, this event. Yeah. It's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're like, what? 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 Another surprise? Another yeah. surprise? Oh I can't my gosh. handle too much this week. I know, I've already, I'm telling I'm, you. I'm burnt out already Are you burnt out, really? Oh, completely. You don't even know. <laughs> Behind the scenes, there's just so much. I but, think a lot of people are feeling that way. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people are mm-hmm. feeling that way. And so I, fortunately, because it is an overwhelming week, we've got an eclipse. We have... We had Pluto and Uranus crashing into each other again. I mean, David Palmer will explain this in better terms than I am. Just a few days ago, and the eclipse that's happening tomorrow is on a supermoon on the equinox. See what I'm saying? I know, it's a lot. All worlds are colliding. All worlds are colliding. And I I noticed that the northern lights were beautifully exploding. Amazing. And showing themselves last night, which is pretty phenomenal. Have you ever seen them actually in person? Not like you have, no. Because you lived in Alaska. I take for granted, yes. And they, I mean... Cameras and you know photography these days can capture uh, so much, but when you actually witness it and stare up there, I mean, it's gorgeous. Gorgeous, yes. right? Yes. So I put a call out to David Pond, Good. who I've mm-hmm. had the pleasure of meeting and, of course, having a reading from him and listening to him speak. And uh, thankfully, with his extremely busy schedule, mm-hmm. he agreed to come on the show today and give us a blow-by-blow explanation of what's happening. And he will also graciously answer our caller's questions. Um, so David Pond actually lives locally here mm-hmm. on a pond. No, literally. I mean, outside of his door is a beautiful, gorgeous pond. So, like, he's in the middle of the pond or is he <laughs> next to the pond? His house is right next to it, not okay. in the pond. He could yeah. be. You he never could know. Be. Some yeah, places I, on how you live these days, you know, like, <laughs> I'm in the middle of a lake or a pond. David Pond lives on a pond, a pond. yes. Mm-hmm. And even his writing studio has this beautiful writing oh. studio that's outside of the house, even closer to the pond. I've had the pleasure of um, walking the grounds with him and saying hello to his gardens and all of that. Um, David Pond is an astrologer for the last 35 years. He was actually turned on to astrology by his sister Lucy, who's also a, a professional astrologer, also living in the Northwest, what so runs in the family. Deep in the fam, there you go. Deep in the fam, mm-hmm. that's right. He's also the author of seven books, working on his eighth book right now, which we'll talk to him about as well so we can... Uh, Find out when it's going to be on the shelf so people can run out and purchase it. Um, David has a degree in experimental metaphysics from Central Washington University and has had a long life love of the metaphysics. Welcome to the show, David. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for taking time out of your extremely busy life because I know you were traveling. You just got home, I think, yesterday or the day before, and you agreed to come on the show, so thank you so much. Well, it's a busy time for everybody. Certainly, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me, Marie. And Everybody must be feeling a little bit stirred up this week, I would imagine. Uh, Yeah, it's kind of intense, but kind of a cool intensity as well. I I mean, with the Pluto-Uranus last conjunction a couple days ago, I know I may not be describing this exactly uh, astrologically um, well, but that is going to eventually feel a little bit better, right? Well, it, 
will. I mean, and th- there'll be a time that we integrate it. As uh, we were just mentioning, this has been going on for three years. All astrologers have been writing and talking and discussing almost monthly this Uranus square of Pluto, uniquely happening seven times. And when you have outer planets, it, it affects everybody, the field around us that we're all within. And it's been stirred up. But there's been seven all told, and the last one was just Monday and Tuesday. And we're right in it still. I mean, when it's that close, it's still going to be like in the equinox chart that, of course, is just around the corner here. So this this stirred up energy. Now, the eclipse coming in, in terms of when the sun is all of a sudden blocked by the moon, in terms of the, well, the new moon that starts... Basically, wherever it was at, during this kind of an eclipse, it's going to bring up our emotional side of our character, and people are going to have experiences of feelings and emotions and processing all types of emotions. The sun is more of our conscious identity and how we hold our identity, but if that message all of a sudden gets uh, like short-circuited when the moon moves in front of that, we get that blocking of that message and our constant story of who we are. It's a good time this day right here. The eclipse is just uh, hours away, actually only about 18 hours away. And as we go into that eclipse, it's excellent to use that image of watching that eraser, if you will. It's an excellent time to let go of the whole last year, to let uh, just, we've been carrying this, working on that, identifying with this, just let that go. It's definitely a time for listening. And then the uniqueness of this week is is that just hours after that, we move into Aries. So the, the, we have double Pisces, which is the, the new moon. But then the moon just an hour after the eclipse at 2.36 this morning. And then about 3.45 in the morning, the moon will move into Aries and boom. And by 3.45 in the afternoon, we're into the equinox. And then we're in a new moon in the, in the equinox uh, with double Aries, with Mars, Uranus conjunction in Aries. And it's like the curtain drops and changes, and all of a sudden it's time to go. So the message would be clear, complete, resolve, let go today and into the night when you go to sleep tonight, let go, invite in prayer, invite in a very mystical, spiritual day today. But has this week been stirred up for everybody? And uh, in your world, Maria, are you finding that? I'm finding people, I kind of thought maybe the seventh wave of this Uranus square of Pluto, which is uh, transformative in so many different ways. I thought it might be something we're used to, but it seems to be just as intense or more intense. Yeah, I, I noticed with um, my clients over the last couple of weeks, they feel like stuff that they thought they were finished with healing or they were done with has come back into their life. And for some of them, it was kind of surprising and disappointing because they thought, oh, I finished this whole thing. And now here it is. I'm, I'm feeling the way I did a couple of years ago. And I thought this was all done. And here it is back in my life again. And I'm feeling terrible about this thing that I finished. Oh, perfect example. Because that, are, and, and people will feel it, the sensitive ones, two or three days ahead, definitely, and a few days after. But that which we've been consciously working with, and I thought I was, I'd worked through all that, that's our conscious identity. But 
But as that message gets blocked, basically, you know, picture that that beacon of the sun. All of a sudden, that message is blocked. So we're getting the the moon in its full expression. But these unresolved, these incomplete, these, and if we just bring conscious awareness to them, breathe into them, and let them go, that's going to be better than feeling like we have to sign up and do the deep work again. In terms of utilizing this this cosmic eraser image of, okay, that story is complete now, and then let what emerge. But I, I think people are surprised by what kinds of emotion, what issues, what are still like old patterns are presenting themselves. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. So the uh, eclipse, if I understand this correctly, is happening on the last degree of Pisces. So the very, very, very end of the zodiac, um, which you alluded to, like, the, you know, then an, a, an hour later we're into Aries. So how significant is an eclipse on the very last moment of the horoscope? Well, it just has a thunderous impact, doesn't it? Here we think of every year we go from the last day of Pisces and the first day of Aries, move from water to fire. But here, in the very last degree, when that is accentuated with the eclipse, and again, remember, let something be eclipsed in your life. That's mm-hmm. It's a easy way to look at it. What patterns, what identity, what have you been carrying that really is a very clear time to let it be eclipsed, let it go, right? Wow, wow. And in a lot of, because we're going to have another eclipse on April 4th, so... I understand that this one is about um, emotions, like you said, a lot of emotions and releasing and letting go. And I believe when we have a full moon eclipse, which will be on April 4th, it's about learning something that you didn't realize existed or having secrets told to you or, you know, like there's a discovery process occurring. Oh, excellent. Is that true? I like that image. (laughs) Well, we talk about it as the eclipse season, Mm -hmm. and we're in an eclipse season. And basically, for people today, this is not the day to launch a new idea, to act on some of the emotions that come up. We're not our normal selves today. Is that fair to say? Because we're in this eclipse. So the normal beacon of the sun, it's going to be interrupted. So it's not. It's best not to act. But this eclipse season, first the sun is eclipsed, and then two weeks later it's going to be at 14 degrees of Aries and Libra. So the sun, and then at 14 degrees is going to be right on the planet Uranus again, right? right. And often now here we get to see the the conscious identity without the emotional patterns presenting themselves. That's what's blocked. And I think of it as an excellent time, again, of letting something be eclipsed. But there are habit patterns, and I don't mean like my coffee kind of habits. <laughs> I mean more like grooves in the record. I always do things. It's my daily schedule. I always do. Well, that something about that pattern is an excellent time to become consciously aware of how to let go of those patterns. So there's that discovery that you're talking about, right? Right. And then I had a... Uh, I've- I have lots of lovely people in my life that are, like my daughter just celebrated her birthday yesterday. One of my girlfriends will have her birthday on Friday. What does that mean when we're having all this stuff going on so close to someone's birth date? Well, that means that this eclipse is going to be at that very close to the degree of the person's birthday yesterday, today, or tomorrow, right? Right. And now wherever 
this has fallen in anybody's chart, that's a, it would be a great way to look at it if you knew your astrology to find out, well, what house is it falling in in my chart? What patterns are need to be eclipsed today, let go of, and see what emerges with that surge of the new energy coming forward, right? right. But here, with the, with the full moon, that's going to be with the Uranus activation again. So seeing... Uh, this movement into Aries, there's it, never been a more, oh, like a dramatic call of the end of the old and the start of the new. And when I think of these seven patterns of that Uranus square Pluto, it'll still take us years probably to see the full ramifications of it. Mm-hmm. But that wave, that square, it, that's been beating, you know, that drum has been beating, the alarms, what types of deep changes that we all need to make in our individual lives. Where is it that we're still being held back, restricted, restrained, that, that we can move free from to liberate ourselves through? Well, in our personal life and collective life, that's, it's like the end of that message as well, right? Seven times we've had that square receiving the message of where we need to make a karmic adjustment cycle collectively or in our personal life and in order to be more sustainable, basically, with the Pluto and Capricorn at the best. But this spirit wanting to be liberated, that's Uranus and Aries, from the materialistic form or the structure. And that's this urge to break free. And that's going to be way accentuated. Now, with, remember, Mars is on Uranus in the, in, the, in the spring equinox chart. Well, that's going to be the urge to break free of anything holding us back, restricting us, restraining us. So this movement from, again, clearing today, basically this is the last day and into tonight, resolving, bringing to conscious awareness, letting the dream world. We have an incredible era for, uh, also we have a Neptune-Mercury conjunction going on at the same time. So the mind is drawn to the poetic, the mystical, the spiritual, the third eye. And this is going on at the same time of all this intense vibratory outer energy seeking outer expression. A very unique period of time indeed. So kind of, you know, we really shouldn't be doing any drugs right now. You know, no psychedelics, lay off the caffeine, don't eat too much sugar, don't do those mushrooms, you know, don't smoke a lot of pot right now. Because in a way, we're all kind of stoned. And when you think about it, it's like a psychedelic moment in everyone's life. Yeah, yeah, that's a great image because you're already altered. And again, with the message being skewed today by the eclipse, and just before, it's also a time just to to allow some stillness, allow some quiet, allow some dropping in. But that's not easy with all this jacked up energy, is it? <laughs> no. Um, although this morning, uh, the, I watched part of the sunrise. It was just so incredibly gorgeous, even though I wanted to be on my computer and running around the house. I had to stop, literally, and just sit down and look out the window because it was so stunning. But I was very surprised by how long I could stay, which was not that long. <laughs> you know, it's like I had to then get going and get running around the house. So yeah, it's this interesting message where we have such an incredible opportunity. Did you have that pink, gorgeous sunrise? It and, was, yeah. it was oh, beautiful, wonderful. and and then tons of light. It was just stunning. I mean, it was breathtaking, quite quite in, beautiful and enormous. So you're right, we have this confusing moment where we have such an opportunity to get information, you know, during the openings that are occurring, yet our bodies are having a hard time being still. 
So if we can, you know, create some of that rhythm like you did with the sunset or the sunrise, we don't have to meditate for an hour. It would be nice if we could. <laughs> but if you can just create some quiet moments and still quiet moments, because this resets our whole inner energy field. And, you know, just running this much electric, intense, dynamic energy, well, there's the danger of burnout, isn't there? They're just going to feel like we're going to pop. But there is this access route, and that Neptune-Mercury is touching Chiron. So there's a tremendous wow. healing energy that comes from soul-nurturing activities. But instead of just thinking of, I have to get back to my meditation, <laughs> it's like, well, how about soul-nurturing activities like Marie's sun, Sunrise, or we just watch ducks walk up the path, um, po- poetry, Rumi, this, whatever it might be that's soul-nurturing. And if one has the discipline of meditation, great, but that doesn't need to be limited to just that kind of formal image, because likely that's not really what we're in the mood for. <laughs> I just love what you said, and um, behind my house is a, a little pond, and I, I've been at your gorgeous pond, by the way, and, you know, the frogs are kind of crazy right now. And are, oh, are they? Oh, my gosh. Are, how are the frogs at your pond? Are they, are they loud? Well, we, we don't have them here. I don't really? have been hearing frogs. Oh, so. my gosh. That has been, uh oh, I keep the window open at night. They're uh, making tons of noise all night long, and then first thing in the morning, and then the birds. So that's what's been captivating my attention uh, lately. There is nothing wrong with a frogless pond, though. That's so. true. So it's okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is okay. They're probably respecting David and, like, he needs they want to write, him to get some he needs sleep. to pay attention. <laughs> Let's just do it when he's not around. See, it all works out. That's really lovely. I'm having the pleasure of interviewing David Pond. He's an astrologer here in the Northwest that travels around the country. In fact, you're going to be in Sun Valley um, in May for the Sun Valley Wellness Festival, as you have been an annual guest there and a great following. Um, a lot of people that you do readings for even a week before you actually speak and then week after you speak when you're um, at the Wellness Festival. We're going to take a break here at the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We will be right back. Visit the beautiful island of Cortez in British Columbia and attend Perception is Everything, a weekend workshop beginning June 29th, and discover a field knowing that everything in the universe is made up of subatomic particles. All particles respond to our perception, and each of us has the power to change our perception, hence moving particles and literally changing personal outcomes. For more information about this weekend workshop, visit Marie's event page at energyintuitive.com. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. 
Hi, my name's Travis, and I'm your host of the Create the Life You Want show, airing Saturdays at 1 p.m. Pacific on Alternative Talk 1150. Each week, we will explore our collective experiences and dive deep into all aspects of our being. Every show will provide topics, insight, guidance, and techniques designed to empower your life. I'll be taking calls, answering questions, and using my psychic insight to provide you with opportunities to access your own unique abilities to create abundance in your life right now. It's all about you on the Create the Life You Want show. Join me Saturdays at 1 on Alternative Talk 1150. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Start it off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Manifesting dreams into reality is meant to be exciting and easy. When the tools you use stop working, a lack of self-worth is most likely holding you back. Marie's Affirm Your Worth cards are the perfect solution to increase self-appreciation while magnetizing your dreams into reality in a nurturing and fun way. Order your Affirm Your Worth cards today online at energyintuitive.com. Or call 425-485-8813. That's 425-485-8813. On the AM band at 1150 and on the FM HD band at 98.9 HD3. Alternative Talk And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are talking with David Pond. He's a local astrologer here in Seattle, but he travels all over the country speaking. He's the author of seven books, working on his eighth book right now. Um, I've had the pleasure of meeting him and his lovely wife, Lori, who takes care of all the office um, part of the business. And so, David, when we were off air, you said that there's some really cool facts about eclipses. Well, it's interesting to me that, you know, how does an eclipse happen and that, that, that the moon and the sun are exactly the same amount of sky space. And it could only happen right here. The, the sun is 400 times larger than the moon, but 400 times further away. Mm-hmm. So the distance and size is, just makes it up perfect. You know, just uh, I, I find that fascinating that how that works. Also, if, this, if the eclipse is caused because the moon's orbit is at a slight angle to the regular ecliptic, about five degrees off, and if it was right on, then we'd have a solar eclipse and a lunar eclipse every month if it had the exact same orbit. But here it's when it intercepts, uh, it intersects the orbit of the ecliptic that we, and the full moon is near there, or the, e- or the new moon is near there, that's where we get these eclipses. But here, you know, eclipses, 
in any given area, like a solar eclipse that we're in, a total solar eclipse happens every 18 months or so somewhere on the planet. And the lunar eclipse happens uh, really quite a bit more often. But here, the, the, another interesting theme that we want to be aware of is, is that the lunar eclipse and the solar eclipse, they're going to reverse so that in September we're going to have the same solar, and uh, but that's going to be in the opposite signs. It's going to be in Virgo. We'll have the, the solar eclipse and in Libra, the lunar eclipse. So we're going to get the flip-flop of what it is that we're letting to be eclipsed and changing and evolving. Now, when people have planets on or near the eclipse points, that's usually a time of major transformation. And it's not necessarily good or bad. It just means a, we can't really say it in terms of, but it means like a letting go of, of that old identity connected to what that planet is. And we can get into the caller's charts if we'd like to, to see where this dynamic energy is expressing itself. Yes, absolutely. We have our phone lines I'm nice and full. They're packed, basically. Yeah, you're They're popular. Full, just like the the moon and the eclipses itself. <laughs> we can't see around all these listeners. There's so many of them. So many. So who do we have, Vinny? Sure, we'll start things off. Oh, and if you'd like to join us, once there uh, is a phone line open or when we uh, leave a caller who's on the air with us, 877-825-8828 is the number. Sam from Seattle is joining us, and we've already provided uh, David with the birth date. So, Sam, welcome to the show. I have really learned a lot. This has been Great listening. Thank you. Well, good morning. Good morning. Did you have a question today, um, Sam? I do. I do. I um, just wanted to know if you could, um, it just seems like um, what you said about the end of the old, start with the new. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really feel that. And uh, I'm just looking to make so many changes. Um, and I, I guess that's, you know, you've kind of been explaining it all along here. Excellent. So, no, you you were born with the sun in Pisces, of course. Your birthday's March 3rd, is that right? Correct. So you have the sun and Jupiter both in Pisces, and I'm sure that you have a, a big heart and a big faith and much compassion. Now, this Neptune transit that we talk about is going to get very close to your sun over the next two years. And well, I think some of what you're clearing right now with Pisces, for most of us, it, it could be with guilt or shames or unworthiness, any of these uh, really attitudes of sort of the lower side of Pisces that can stand in the way. Do you have any old martyring patterns at all, Sam? I do. I do. I think the unworthiness is really probably key for me. Well, Seems like a big one. It would be important uh, with these, uh, with this type of a pattern, then to uh, to let any of the the higher level of Pisces, by the way, is what we could call self transcendence, and the higher level of Neptune. When we pull up out of the ego and my story and me and my story and this and that, and we get absorbed into life and other people and the creative process around us. Now, the shadow side of Pisces is any type of self-denial, woe is me, self-pity, unworthiness, because that it, it can't be that it's still anchored in the self, but the higher level of Pisces is to dissolve that ego to be part of a larger faith that you're part of. Do you have a strong faith, Sam? Very much. Very much so. So... That faith, uh, in terms of this would be the time to be drawing on that to a tremendous degree and seeing how 
what your faith is, how inconsistent that is with any of these old patterns of self-denial, unworthiness, martyring behavior, uh, and just recognizing, bringing conscious awareness to that, because you are moving into way increased sensitivity. Have you become more sensitive uh, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually the last bit of time? Yes. Well, that's absolutely. That's, Good. That's going to continue. What's your uh, what, what's your path, Sam? Do you do work? Are you creative expressive? What do you do with this energy of yours? Well, you know, I've been wanting to put it into writing, and um, I, I think that I keep on making excuses why I don't have the time um, for that book that I feel is in me. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> you know, there's, there's many What would you write there. about? What, what do you want to write about, uh, Sam? Children's books. Mm. Well, that's excellent. Now, you were born with Mercury in Aquarius, the sign of the messenger. You're an excellent writer. You have brilliant ideas. You have Saturn exactly on your Mercury. And it's very important that you let go of your concern about other people's approval or disapproval of your writing. Right? Yes. If you're over-concerned about what would they think, who would they think, what, would they accept that, would they not like it, you, you can't let that creative energy flow. And I'm sure that that's part of one of the patterns of it's not just finding the time, it's letting go of any oh, excessive concern about other people's views about your creative expression. You're right. You're right. And the responsibilities of bringing, you know, the money in and... Um, Oh, yeah. Yes, you have Mars, the planet of oh, the will and expressive energy. You have it in Leo, and it's going to like this movement of all the supportive energy into the fire signs. It's going to give you, I, I would call it a bit of courage. Won't you feel that? You're going to feel that kind of drive and courage building with this. Great. So for you, it's to let go on this day of the eclipse, to let go of uh, any patterns that you've picked up that really just aren't consistent with what your faith tells you and, and that you're moving towards and moving into, and allow them to come up if they come up, and then just see them, let them go, be aware of them, and don't fight with them or, or do anything, just let them go, basically become aware of them acknowledge, well, that's an, that's going to hold me back. That's not what spirit or faith has guided me to do, to be held back, right? Yeah, uh, that's absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much, David, for Certainly. For nice Sam. to talk to you today. Yeah, it was lovely to talk to her. You know what I find interesting when I was listening to your conversation with Sam is that it's almost like you were talking about the south and the north nodes, which I don't know if that's playing a part of the eclipse cycles that we're in right now, but, you know, letting go of that that old familiar way that we know how to be on earth and embracing, you know, the Northern sort of new way that we want to be on earth. Is, is there something like that going on with the eclipse cycle? Well, if that you're, you're so intuitive, you, 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 of course it is. It's exactly right. And I mean, that's good astrology <laughs> because the eclipses happen when that intersection on the North node, South node axis is, is close. So here, the south node right now, in terms of, is in Aries today, and the north node is in Libra. Mm. And the south node in Aries is uh, patterns of over-focused on 
itself, over-focused on independence, over-focused on I want to do what I want to do when I want to do it, that part of anybody's character. And yet that's where we're moving into the starting phase, but at the same time it's paradoxical because that's the south node. And But at the north node in Libra, the path of soul growth, that we can call it, that the dragon's head here, is uh, where we receive growth. And with Libra, that's relationships, harmonizing, interacting, sharing, getting involved with other people in a, well, with Libra, we want refinement and culture and art and beauty, but it's that fair, just, honorable dealings with other people that Libra also craves. And so, so would it be, you know, a good idea for an individual to discover what their south and north nodes are so they can be conscious of what it is that they want to let go of regarding the south node and what they want to step into? Um, Absolutely. Okay, great. And we're going to go ahead and go back to the phone line. Who do we have? Yep. And if you'd like to join us on Marie's show, 877-825-8828 is the number. We will travel out to New York. And we have uh, Myra, I believe, joining us. Myra, welcome to the show. Hi. Oh, thank you for having me. Of course. Yes. And what can David do for you? Well, um, I am going through a major change right now um, with um, my relationship. And um, I don't know how to proceed. And I feel stuck. Okay. So how's it looking, David? How's, how's my chart looking? No, no, where do you feel stuck? Excuse me? I'm sorry? Oh, in where her... do you feel stuck? I feel stuck because I can't make up my mind. About her and relationships. A... Oh, well, that's perfect. You're a Libra. You're, you're meant to have some of that indecision blues, right? To see things on this side and that side. Well, it's a bit of a joke. You're not meant to stay stuck. <laughs> but you are meant to be able to see things from both sides of the coin. And I would imagine that you have a oh, a tendency to have that uh, nature that in terms of making a decision, the next day you might second-guess it a bit anyway. Is that true? Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I feel one way at one point, and then I feel completely the opposite. And, now, and I'm getting everybody at- confused. Marie was just bringing up the south nodes, and it's interesting. Your south node is in Leo, and Jupiter's going right across that. Your north node is in Aquarius with the Mars. Now, it would show that your ability to create a life that is enjoyable, heartful, loving, you're good at. Your path of soul growth in this life seems like you're hungry to feel like you're doing something that makes the world a better place, to feel like you're somehow contributing to either the environment or other people or future generations. Do you have that tendency? Is that where you want to express yourself, Myra? Absolutely. I always feel that way, but I always feel that I have no purpose, and I don't know where to start. Yeah. Well, for you, it's uh, start with where you feel that your information can be helpful for other people. What is it that you might have that you want to share, that you look around and the world has different kinds of needs? What is it that you have that you feel like that would be helpful? So it's considering, again, that Aquarian being pulled to the cause, if you will. Now, what's the purpose, the cause, the larger, what's your passion for in terms of what would you like to see changed in the world or initiated in the world? Well, the way I've always thought about helping is I've always thought about helping one family at a time. That's how I've always seen myself. But um, 
but I don't, I haven't done it. I haven't had the kids. I've, I've lived kind of stuck in my little world. Well, that would, you know, I think that you're going to find that there's a hunger to come out and to express that, to share that. You were born with the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Sagittarius, and you have quite a few planets in Scorpio, so you're very good at uh, knowing what's going on beneath the surface. Are you sometimes more quiet than other people? Um, do, do people ask, what's wrong? You seem quiet. Sometimes. And, and, yeah. and, and that's because of all that Scorpio, and there is nothing wrong, but we as a culture don't, we're not comfortable with people being in a quiet place, but I would imagine yeah. that you are. I'm Pardon actually me? a Leo. My birthday's in August. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. oh, well, my goodness. Yeah, that's because, um, yeah, yeah, that's... Because we made a mistake, actually, when we gave David uh, your birth date. So, so it's nine twenty-one. No, it's eight twenty-one. Ah, eight twenty-one. Oh, sorry, David. That's our fault. <laughs> well, that's a little embarrassing. Yeah, it's a little embarrassing. <laughs> Must be the frogs. <laughs> Must be the frogs. It was frog. those frogs. It was I those told frogs. You. They were the so frogs. loud. Right, that we right. Oh, hear eight, the eight. Ten, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so why don't we go ahead and we'll take a little break here Sounds on the like Rain Manu Cherry yeah. Show. We'll be right back. Don't let them in, don't let them see Be the good girl you always have to be Conceal, don't feel, don't let them know Well now they know Let it go, let it go Can't hold it back anymore Let it go, let it go Reiki is an easy healing tool to help family members and even pets. Reiki is rapidly becoming a necessary and sought-after technique to help individuals find a deeper place of healing. Throughout this workshop, Marie will assist participants in understanding how to transmute health issues and to use intention to heal all areas of human life. Join Marie March 27th through the 29th, where she will happily share her theories, experiences, and provide readings for weekend participants. For more information, visit energyintuitive.com. We live in a world that's become predictable. Our realities are filled with distractions, hopelessness, and confusion. We've begun to lose touch of what we're truly capable of. It's time for us to regain our true potential. Join psychic medium and crystal child, Lindsay Paul, as she connects to the other side and brings back messages from beyond, along with her psychic and skeptic, Abraham DeWeese and indigo child, Sarah Ellis. They'll help you sort in new heights by answering your questions. Don't miss Wisdom Within Radio, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Every day, we go about our lives driven by routine, our vision clouded by the very normalcy we take for granted. Countless victims of human trafficking walk among us, invisible. It's time to open our eyes. The Blue Campaign provides a unified voice for those who combat human trafficking, whether it's forced labor, domestic servitude, or the sex trade. Learn what you can do to help by visiting D. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. 
Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. You could become Marie's friend on Facebook or even follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's website. There's tons of new features like Chakra of the Month, a live Twitter feed, and three PDFs with extensive exercises for your chakras. You can also sign up for Marie's free quarterly newsletter and also get your questions answered in her Dear Marie column. Simply email Marie your question and she will answer it in an upcoming edition. Marie also will be speaking and signing books throughout the U.S. in 2014. Find out if she'll be in your area on her events page at energyintuitive.com. Feed your mind and your body and spirit will follow. Alternative Talk 1150. Said I'll never get old, I'll never get old. And welcome back to the show. Hello, Myra is still on the air with us from New York. And we thought your birthday was in October. Those frogs were so loud that we couldn't hear the number eight. And your birthday is actually in August. So David has reevaluated your chart because um, that's what astrologers do. They're amazing. And of course, we're doing eclipse time. So this is kind of typical eclipse experiences. <laughs> <laughs> so David, what do you got to say to wrap up um, Meyer from New York? Um, well, we, we can't tell a Leo that they're not who they are. You have a, a Sun-Venus conjunction in Leo, and your heart and your creative energy are huge. And you have a Moon Virgo with a Mercury in Virgo. And the things that you might be working on is, I would think, uh, that letting go of is a tendency to excessively prepare. I call it preparer's consciousness. Soon, almost. I'm on one more class. I'll be ready. I'm almost ready. You know, I'm going to take that step as soon as I just get this polished a little bit more. That's probably the pattern that you would be working with of the perfectionist, not wanting to make mistakes. And you have all this urge for creative expression, but it's a letting go of where that's been in the way. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Very know- much. You know, it makes so much sense because when Meyer was talking about how she wants, to, she has this idea, she has this vision of something that she'd like to go and do and take care of the world to be, you know, to be on purpose. But now it makes sense why you haven't been able to do this because you've got that Virgo critical part of you wanting it to be perfect. And just like everything else in life, you can't wait till it's perfect. It, it is perfect. Just the way it is. Isn't that right, David? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like people who want to wait to have kids when everything's perfect, you know, when they got the perfect house and they have the perfect amount of money and the backyard's perfect. And it's not like that because kids actually don't care. Then they end up with that T-shirt. Oops, I forgot to have kids. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Are you reading into my chart all of a sudden? I didn't know I was having a child and we did. And then, oh, it's twins. And then that was, yeah, there we go. So um, it sounds like Myra needs to let go of that perfectionism and trust in herself, which it sounds like as the eclipse moves into Aries, it's going to kick her in the little backside and get her going. Oh, absolutely. And she has plenty of fire in her chart as well. She's got that. uh, So, yeah, she'll get going. (laughs) That's lovely. And thank you so much for calling from New York and 
Um, thank you, David, for graciously uh, reevaluating that. And we will be double-checking double as we get on the air with who do we have now? We'll take uh, Juliana now calling in from Seattle. Juliana, double-check, November 5th of 84th? Yay. Okay. So, so, David, what do we have going on for Juliana? Well, good morning, Juliana. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. Uh, do you have a, a particular question that you wanted to ask? or? Yeah, I, I do. Um, I was wondering if I am finished with Saturn Returns the past couple of years. It's just been really rough. And I don't know if you can see this from my chart, but what's the theme this year in regards to to career and finances might be? Well, this you went through the Saturn return over the, it just it just ended. And this, this is a time to now start moving forward after the Saturn return into what we could call your power years for the next 30 years. But I would imagine that since you have Sun-Saturn conjunction in Scorpio, the last two and a half years were, were probably a little bit thick or felt heavier. Uh, not easy to make movement forward. So your chart, as of the start of this year, should feel like you just took off a concrete shoulder pads that you didn't know you were wearing. You kicked off lead boots and you were able to put down a manhole cover. You should feel considerably lighter. Do you? Um, I, I do in ways. In other ways, I still feel very confused and stuck. Okay. Now, you were born with the moon in your chart in Aries, and you have those uh, very two strong features where fire and water, and that's what these, this, this period's about. We've got Pisces and Aries, and we have six planets in fire coming up this week, and we're moving from five planets in water today. Well, in your chart, you were born with four planets in fire and four in water, so you have that uh, that range, but that moon in Aries gives you that motivation, that 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 sense that you can't quit or back down. You want to just keep moving forward. Now, do you have a, a what is your career right now? Um, well, right now non-existent, but in my mind, formulating. I finished uh, naturopathic school in June, and oh, I'm lovely. wanting. Thank you, Marie, yeah, and I'm congratulations. wanting. Thank you. Um, and I'm wanting to relocate back to California, and I'm not sure of how to go if I start a practice or do I join and take a low salary job. Like, I, I'm, I'm really confused because nothing seems to really be flowing. So. Well, I love it that, you know, we think of this scientist with Saturn on the sun, and you are the mystic, you have the intuitive, but you also have that, that scientist, and congratulations for, I would think, using Saturn in a healthy way, if you wouldn't, you were, you were being asked to toe the line to get the rest of your degree, right? Now, in terms of the moon in Aries, it would say, we need to just start off ourselves and just follow our instinct and see what happens. But I don't think that your, your, your chart with that Sun-Saturn-Mercury would operate well like that. I think that you might feel more secure having a, some kind of a structure, like working with other people, like a clinic with other people, where there's already a structure that you don't have to invent yourself. How do you feel about that? Yeah, very true. I, I do feel that, you know, definitely in the beginning. And I want to take my career more in um, the direction of nutrition and counseling and intuitive medicine. Mm -hmm. So I'm just trying to figure out, you know, getting started. Um, 
Yeah. Well, you know, I hate to interrupt here, but you know, I love that Aries moon. I think that's amazing that she has a moon in Aries because obviously we know how determined you are. And David, don't you think it's all just going to work out magically well? I mean, with Uranus and Aries and all these things affecting career um, for um, Arians and all of that good stuff, wouldn't that just make sense that she's going to blossom into this and create something magnificent for herself? Well, she did the hard work to get there, too, right? I mean, right. Uh, this is, um, Juliana, blessings on you for, for doing the Saturn work. And you probably had to feel like you had to move mountains to get that degree, but you did. And now you're in a different phase, and you do have that Uranus, Venus, Neptune, all conjunct in Sagittarius. So you have this educator part of your character, too. You want to educate, inspire information people, don't you, rather than just um, work with them? But I would think that Maria is exactly right with this yeah. sense of jump into that, yeah. let that Aries carry you forward. You had to be worried and concerned until you did the hard work to get your degree. And now that you've got that, now it's time to test drive that by letting uh, your spirit, your drive, your inner instinct lead you forward. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Th- yeah. Thank you so much, Juliana, for calling in. And I would just encourage you and everyone else who wants to make some big leaps and jumps in your life um, is to feel what you want as if it's already here. You, know, you already have this incredible job. You have all the accolades that you're looking for. You have lovely people who listen to your intuition, Juliana, because that's how we manifest, you know, feeling what we want as if it's already here, especially like what David said. You've already done all the hard work. You've, already got, you've got the great education. Um, that's amazing. Now just feel that it's happened. A lot of people wait until something's happened before they let themselves feel what they want. And that's the slow way to manifest. That's the heartbreaking, challenging, difficult way to manifest. You always want to feel what you want as if it's already here. So that means grateful, excited, enjoy, you know, all those stunning things. So, um, oh, what, one more phone Quickly, call? let's try to sneak on Nicola. Okay. Nicola okay. is calling in from Bellingham. All so right. Nicola, what's your question? Thank you for taking my call. Hi, Marie. Hi, David. Um, my question is, what is a powerful time for me to recommit to a program or discipline or a focus or study that's burning inside of me? Wow, it's a really great question. We just want to double-check your birthday is June 21st, correct? Yep. June 21st. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. What a great question, David. So, so what would you be able to offer her? I was running her chart. I I didn't have that earlier. I'm sorry. So can I hear the question again, please? Absolutely. Um, What is a powerful time for me to recommit and start to a new program or discipline, focus, or study? Okay. Now, this, in terms of, I I still need to get your chart up here. (laughs) What's your path right now? What do you do? What are you thinking of going to school, launching a new project? What's your question? Uh, my passion is I, I have a, a love for the highest truth, and I also have a love for healing. And just I want to be in alignment with my higher self for the greater good of all concern. Oh, nice. And threads okay. to align with that. Okay, now I've got you there. Thank you for being patient. Okay. Now... This, uh, you have right on the cusp, aren't you, in terms of Gemini and Cancer. 
So you've got that mind and the intellect, the ability to communicate and share information. Now, in terms of where this uh, aspect is going, we're going to get the eclipse happening. It's going to actually be motivational for you. You have that moon in Aquarius. Um, it looks like this is a good year for you to go forward now, isn't it? Feels like it. Yeah. Now, again, uh, with Saturn in Sagittarius, opposite your Mercury and your Sun, you want to play within your game. You want to not just boldly go forward when Saturn's around. We strategically go forward in terms of taking the right and appropriate steps uh, rather than just uh, studying. I think that's a very important message. Uh, How much self-control, self-restraint, self-discipline are you able to muster up? That's what's going to always be. The more that you have that, the the more you're going to like the Saturn influence. This month in front of you, you're going to have the Uranus sextile the moon. And that's your intuition that's leading you forward. You don't want to evolve. You will be evolving. It's not like you want to break free of old patterns. You will be. Now, this would be a time to trust your intuition and what you're led to for that sense of discovery. And this is, uh, I, I think that you're in a very clear time with no disruptions. You have, uh, Jupiter's going to be uh, influencing your sun all throughout the early summer, too. So I would say you're in a good place now, my friend. Awesome. And we want to thank Nicola so much for waiting on the phone lines because we are running out of time. And how fortunate for her. Basically, she doesn't even have to worry about when she's going to be motivated because it's going to—it's faded. It's happening for her. She has absolutely no, no choice. It's just going to be in her life and sweep her along the way, which is really quite exciting. It's very exciting. And so, David, you're working on your eighth book. Um, Do you have any idea when that's going to be out and about so that people can read that? Yes, I have a book on chakras for beginners that just keeps selling very well in the world. And uh, this next book is Chakras Beyond Beginners. Oh, wow. It's more about the awakening process and applying and integrating what we've learned and You've written on the chakras, of course, have, and yes. just uh, incorporating this to another fun level. Wonderful. I did just have a, I recorded a, an hour-long um, interpretation of the equinox, the equinox season that it's available right now on my website. If Ooh. I can promote that, if anybody's interested. Yeah, I'd... thank you, David. Thank you so much. And so you can go to davidpond.com, and thank you again for coming on the show. It was a blessing next week. Deepak Chopra is dropping in into the show in the beginning to give us a little chat about his new book and his visit here to the Northwest. Have a gorgeous day. Happy Eclipse, everyone. Thank you, David. Bye-bye.